Okay, here we are. We are live with Faithful Workouts. How are you guys doing? So, I'm glad you're here, whether you're watching this live or you're watching a recorded version, because I think this is going to be some important information, things that will really help you to make these changes. Um, it's hard, right? You're probably finding out. Making healthy changes that last can be challenging. So at Faithful Workouts, really what we want to do is we want to give you as many tools as we can to help you to succeed. All right, so this, what we're going to be talking about today, I think is kind of a big thing. And so I hope that you'll take the time to listen to this. I'm not going to make it super long because I really want to get um, get you to really just listen and, and, and hear what, what I'm going to share with you about. How do you handle the people closest to you as you're trying to make these changes? What can you do so that they will get on board? When I say get on board, I don't necessarily mean that they're gonna make the healthy changes, but they're going to support you as you try to make these healthy changes. So that's the topic that we'll be on. I want you to go ahead and send in your questions as we're talking, let us know you're here, um, anything at all. If you have ideas for future live sessions, let me know. Anything at all, we just want to hear from you, okay? So I'm going to open up with a prayer, and then we'll get going. Um, just Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for your sons. Thank you so much for sending Jesus and um, for allowing that good news to come into our hearts and to change our lives here on earth and to change our eternities. God, while we're here on earth, we do want to take care of our bodies. We want to make it that we have some, some energy and some strength and that we have good health. God, I know that you want us to live life to the fullest and, and us to having self-control when it comes to our body is going to allow us to really have life to the fullest. So thank you for everyone who's listening. God, I ask that you take my words and just um, do with them whatever you want so that they can impact each individual who's watching this. Thank you for loving us. Um, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So um, before we begin, two things I'm going to tell you, okay? One, I wear contacts sometimes, and I'm horrible at them, okay? It's like I'm a two-year-old. I'm all thumbs when it comes to my contacts. So I had a contact that I thought was lost somewhere in my brain. Couldn't find it, couldn't get it. Bree, who's here with us right now, she's going to be the one answering questions and all that kind of stuff. She helped me, and I got my contact out, but my eye's still a little funky, and so I can't put contacts in, so I'm going to put my glasses on and off, on and off today. So that's part of it. Secondly, I wanted to share with you a quick thing about a sermon that I listen to today. Um, I dropped my husband off early so he could get to the airport and I listened to a Tim Keller sermon that was just awesome. And I'll post a link to that sermon um, after we're done with this, but it was such a great sermon. And in it, it talked about how it's so important that we have the order right. And what I mean by that is he refers to a group called the circumcised group. This circumcised group, they were people who believed in Jesus and they also believed believed in obeying the law, okay? Here's the order in which they put things. Believe in Jesus, obey the law, you're saved. And here's what Paul says. Believe in Jesus, you're saved. From that saved place, that feeling of gratitude, then you go out and you obey the law and you go out and you serve and you love others. And that is just a critical difference, guys. You have to understand that this goes in, in, in kind of a line with what we're going to be talking about today as far as taking care of your body. 
this isn't about something to win God's love or to make, because we, we have to do these things. It's out of love that God has created us and given us each this one body here on earth. And what we can do is to just take care of it, to use the self-control that he has given us to make good decisions. All right, so I just wanted to start off with, we're not doing, I'm not talking about changing our body and our physical health so that we can earn favor with God. It's that because we're saved and he, you know, we, we want to take care of what he's given us, that's where we start making these changes, okay? All right, so when it comes to others, I was at my husband, I have a husband and a son who read incessantly. They are just uh, just filling their brains with knowledge. And so a lot of times when I'm going to be talking about something, I'll go up to him and I'll say, what do you know on this? Or what do you think about this? And so I said it to my husband. I said, here's what I'm going to be talking about. You know, how do we encourage people to support us as we're trying to make healthy changes? And he said, um, he, it's from a book called Boundaries by Henry Cloud and John Townsend, I believe are the authors. And in this book, it says that when we're trying to make a change, you can't expect the person who you want to help you to read your mind. You shouldn't be vague with them. What they tell us to do is that we should be very clear in stating what we want from them and why. Okay, so here's what I mean. If you live in a home and you have a spouse and kids, to say to them, hey guys, you know what? I, I haven't been feeling great. Like I just don't have as much energy as I'd like. At the end of the day, I'm really pooped. And I just believe that it's because I'm not taking care of my health. And I really would like to make healthy changes. Now I'm not saying you guys have to do what I'm doing, but what I'm asking is for you to support me in what I'm trying to do. And here are some specific things that I'd really appreciate. You know, um, to your spouse, you could say, I know how you would bring me home chocolates and I would just get so excited and, and you felt that you were loving me well by bringing me home these. You know, I don't want to, I don't, could you not do that anymore? I don't want to have that temptation around or don't bring that Frappuccino home for me because I'm really trying to avoid those things. And, um, you know, if you do bring something into the house, could you not put it like that's if it's unhealthy, could you not set it in the pantry or where we put our, all of our other things? For right now, while I'm just starting off on this, I, I'm not ready to take on that temptation. So could you put it someplace where it's not going to be so tempting to me? Do you see what I mean? I'm, I'm very clearly letting them know what it is that I'm trying to do. Maybe it's to your kids. You could say something like, you know, for 20 minutes a day, I want to exercise. It's really important to me that I get this in. And I believe that if I do this, I'm going to be a better mom. I'm going to have more energy. I'm going to have a better attitude. And I'll be able to give you the attention that you're looking for. But for these 20 minutes, can you please, you're welcome to join me. But if not, could you just sit and could you quietly play or could you, you know, whatever it is. And you're giving them these guidelines on what you need from them. Another great thing is to ask them to help you by holding you accountable, okay? And, and kids in particular can be great about this. If you say to them, you know, I really want to work out today. When it's bedtime, can you ask me if I did my workout? 
And Brie had this awesome idea that I love. She said, you know, especially when you have like younger kids and this could really excite them to say, you know, this is something I really want to do. I want to exercise. So if you can encourage me and remind me and help me, I would appreciate it. What we're going to do is every time I work out, we're going to put a dollar into this bin. And every time we have $20 in there, we're going to go and we're going to go to a movie or we're going to go and we're going to go miniature golfing or whatever it is that your kids would really get a kick out of something that maybe you can do together as a family. I mean, think about that. I don't know about you, but my kids, when they were little, they'd be all over that. They'd be like, work out a 10th time today, mom. Come on, go. We need to get to 20. You know, so it's really fun that you can get your, your, your family involved in that way. Another way to get them involved if if you say you you know look at our menu plans and you pick out say four different things that look great as a recipe for dinner you could say to your spouse your kids hey here's you know three or four recipes which one would you like me to make tonight you know you could ask them to help you to make this and also so it's about involving them in in the process and then also one of the greatest ways to actually get them then to join in and start to make healthy changes is for you to one, explain your why. Again, talk about how, you know, from, from what I'm learning about nutrition and exercise, if I do these things, this is how it will make me feel. This is how I'll have a better attitude, all this. And you can always say to them at any time, hey, if you wanna come with me, great. You know, and, and put that invitation out there and don't get upset if the first five, six, whatever times they say no, but just encouraging them. And then once they see the change in you, that's really where it could be impactful. And I read something um, just, I think it was last night, and it said, you know, don't be too concerned that your kids hear what you say. You should be more concerned that they're watching what you do. And so for them to see you doing these things, to see the change that comes in you can be really impactful. And maybe not immediately, but down the road, they could be like, yeah, we want that. We want what she has. And that goes with your friends as well. So when I talk about the people closest to you, you know, we kind of start off with those in your home because obviously those are the ones that are going to have the biggest impact on you um, kind of staying consistent with, the, with these, um, these changes. But if you're like me, I have a kind of a, a close group of friends as well. And, you know, we'll do things, we'll hang out. And to let them know, and here's the deal, sometimes we fear letting them know because then what if we don't do it? They're going to be like, oh, she said she was going to do this and she isn't. Don't go there. Okay, just go in the short term. Let them know that here's what you're trying to do. I'm telling you, if you do these things, it's going to help your, your chance of success. I mean, studies show that when you bring in people, other people, and let them know about this journey that you're going on to try to make healthy changes, you increase your chances of success by 50%. I mean, huge. All right, so here's what can be a challenge. And this is especially for women, but I wouldn't leave men out of this either. Women, we are really about community and love. And if we do something that we fear could pull us out of community or make it that we're not being loved, we don't do it, even though we know that it's the right thing to do. Okay, so here's what I mean. You have a group of friends who um, go out for donuts after church every day or every week. Whenever you have church, you go out for a donut. 
and you don't want to go out for a donut, your fear is that they will exclude you from that community. Even if you're willing to go and not eat the donut, that they're going to exclude you. And since we're so about community, we'll, we'll not do what we know we want to do. And um, I get that. Like, I love community. And, but maybe it could be that you're getting people you, you care about to do things a little differently. Maybe you could ask them, hey, let's go for a walk. You know, you want to do that? And what I love about walking and hiking and things like that is that you still get that time to talk. It's a great chance that you're still in community. Um, we have a group that gets together for workouts. I teach classes um, usually six days a week. And some of us have been working out together for 15 years, some more. I mean, it's crazy. And we have this unique little relationship where we gather together and we work out and we hear little bits and tidbits of life and we share it and we're there for each other. And a lot of times it's more about coming together in that community. So you might need to kind of search out a new community, invite people into your home to work out with you. Okay, so these are things, but also one of the reasons this can be tough, why people, you might feel like you're being excluded a little bit, is because you are a reminder to those other people of the change they know they need to make. And here's just something to be honest with you. I used to drink more than I should, and I would go out and I'd have a couple glasses of wine and all this, and I just felt like God, when I became a believer, that that wasn't what he, he wanted me to do. It's not saying that I don't drink. I'm someone who I feel compl I'm okay with the fact that I have a glass of wine. But I did get a lot of pressure from some of my friends saying things like, I thought you said you wanted to have a drink. I'm like, I'm good. You know, I'm, I've got this one. And it was almost at times like you can be a reminder that they maybe shouldn't be doing that. And then they don't really want you around. So how are you going to handle that? That's a tough one, right? Because we want to be included. Again, it might be you're looking for some, some new people. And also, there's a, there's a verse in the Bible, and it's from the book of John. And it is John 1.5. And it says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So the, there is this darkness out there, this, this um that you're gonna be standing out when you're being the light. And the darkness, it often wants to overcome the light. Okay, but you have to know that you have the light of God in you, that you're going out with his spirit in you, giving you this ability to have self-control, this ability to continue to shine light, even in the darkness. But just sometimes one of the best ways to avoid being taken down by something is to be aware of it. You have to be aware that this is something that could happen. People in your life could start to ostracize you in some ways or not include you in some ways because you are that reminder. And I just want to encourage you guys, stay strong. And maybe even if you have a really good relationship with this person, to say something to them like, hey, I know that I used to do these things with you, but this is just a journey I'm on and I don't want you to think that I'm judging you. You just let them know that, like, I'm not judging you. And, and you know, there might be a come, come a time in your life where you might want, you know, some help. I'm here for you, but I'm not judging you and all that. So just to kind of address those things with people is really important. If you do have your family and they want to come on board and they want to help you, bring them in. Make them part of the process. Okay, so like when you're like I talked about the, the recipes that let, let them pick one. 
then even have them come and start shopping with you and dicing up the different vegetables and different things. Let them know about food that you're bringing in the house that's healthy and make it available. It's funny, if I, take, if I bring home a cantaloupe and I don't cut the cantaloupe, take the seeds out, dice it up and put it into a bowl, that cantaloupe is gonna sit on that counter because my family's not gonna cut it up. But if I cut it up, put it into a bowl, especially if I squeeze a little lime juice, maybe put a mint on it, make it so good, they're devouring it. Grapes, if I, if I leave them in the bag, like still attached to the you know vine, they don't really eat it. I'm serious, I'm like, guys, really? You can't pull it off the vine? But you know what? I wanna help them and so I'm pulling it off and I'm making it accessible. You know, buying carrots. I, I kind of sometimes get the, the whole carrots, you know, but often I'll get the ones that are already peeled and baby because they're so much easier. You buy a pepper, bring it home, slice it up. You know, it's just that thing. Have healthy ingredients ready to go. Have some almonds sitting out so that if they want to eat or you want to eat, that it's ready to go. Putting those things right in front of them, making it easy. Another thing, if you've been around Faithful Workouts for a while, you maybe heard me share this because... I have messed up a lot when it comes to my kids, but one of the things that I'm very thankful for is they truly are really, they're good eaters. I mean, they prefer healthy food. I'm not saying that they don't ever eat it because they will eat it, but they really relate. They make the correlation between healthy nutrition and feeling good and being able to perform in sports and work in school. Okay, they, they make that. So here's what we did when they were little. I said to them, I understand you don't like everything. I get that. So let's go ahead and pick five things that you don't like, okay? Pick five. Let's write them down. We'll put them up here on the fridge. And when I'm serving any of these things, you don't have to eat it. You don't even have to try it, okay? I get it. But if I'm serving anything other than those five, what I'm asking you to do is to try them. Because in reality, it takes kid, kids and all of us you should try something 10 times before you decide if you really like it or don't like it, okay? So that's just a good way. And I put that list up and if we'd sit down and I made something that you know, was on their list, no problem. I wouldn't make them other things, but they could just have more of the other stuff we were eating. And if I was serving something and they said, I don't want it, I'll say, oh, is it on your list? No. Okay, well, you know how that goes. We gotta try it. And we, unbelievably, sometimes we went back and forth a little bit, but I, had, I you know, kind of was saying, no, you gotta try it. Another thing when it comes to family and with yourself, and, and we can all fall into this trap, and I just really hope you listen to this one. When it comes to your kids, especially, do not ever say, if you finish your plate, then you can have dessert, okay? That's just messed up in so many ways. Don't go there. Okay, one, don't make your kids finish their plate if they're full. They have to learn how to be able to judge when they're full. And then if they are full and a little bit later they want something unhealthy, what I used to do with my kids is, oh, if you're hungry again, you know what? I saved your plate that you didn't eat for dinner. Here it is. You know, so that's, how, you know, to get them to go back to eating the healthy food. And they're going to kind of give you some pushback. But again, the more that you can kind of get them on board and explain why and they see the change in you. So maybe at first it's just you making the change and then you can start to include them in these different ways. Okay, what else? Um, Brie, what else did I forget? to? Anything else you could think that I didn't talk about? Um, do things slowly, you know, with your family. Don't like overwhelm them like, oh, I have just ripped apart the kitchen. You know, everything's different here. For them, ease them into it is one of the things we had talked about. Um, healthy snacks in plain view. Um, what are the other things on the other 
but it was talking about like having your whole family enter like a 5k or something fun that you can even do for charity and you can like oh let's go on a walk together just something to, like a race or something to make it more fun to be like physically yeah you so doing something fun with the family you're doing this and then you're gonna all go do a 5k together and you know do a walk do something then that's yeah active as a family that you can go do maybe it's even let's say you you know you take your money and you're putting it in because of your workouts and you get some money saved up you could even save that money say to go take tennis lessons as a family or or do something like that that's um fun and you're trying something new so anybody have questions has anybody sent in anything Bree? All right. No questions, guys. Hope that helps. That's just some of the things I want to share with you. The book Boundaries might be a good one for you to look at. And just remember what I talked about at the very beginning, that none of these changes are to earn God's love or so that we will be saved. This is all coming, I hope, from a place of gratitude, thankfulness, and you are just thankful for the health that you do have and you want to take care of it. And I really hope, guys, that you're getting to a place where you're looking in the mirror and you're loving who you are with your imperfections, okay? We all have imperfections. But you know what? God loves you as you are, but he also loves you too much to just leave you where you're at. He's always about trying to help us to become more like Jesus. All right, thanks for joining us. And if you didn't get to do this live and you have any questions, just go ahead and send me an email and I'll get back to you. Thanks.